everybody to another episode of Books and Batches. Not to be confused with books and sure oh. <laughs> we're gonna know why later uh, i'm kristen and with me i have erica and maria um this is this is gonna be a really good episode I'm first so and pumped. foremost first okay, and foremost okay, okay, this okay. is a triple s podcast yes. we swear we spoil and we talk about sex yep. erica's gonna do her best not to spoil things uh i've already yelled at erica to yeah. not spoil the next books in this series like for me, book two I will get we're talking so about pissed. you cannot spoil book two because you can't spoil nothing maria's only read book one and exactly you cannot spoil book two don't say nothing okay Shh. all right okay Quiet. all right so okay. what are we doing erica what do you mean Today, what are we doing? Oh my god, <laughs> you had one job! <laughs> you had one job! Introduce our guest! <laughs> Literally cannot. Okay. So, <laughs> we are talking about Savage Lands today, and first and foremost, I'm obsessed with this book, this series. You've heard me talk about it on the stories. A bunch of you guys have read it because I've talked about it on the stories, which is the freaking coolest thing ever. My favorite thing in the world is when I recommend a book on um, on the story, and then I go to my Goodreads, and then there's like a bunch of people you just putting read. it on their TBRs, yeah. and I'm like, that is awesome. Um, but a bunch of people have messaged me, and today we have uh, the author, the brains behind the uh, one of my favorite book series that I've read in 2021, uh, Stacey Marie Brown. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. This is going to be incredible. So we are so going to chit-chat about Savage Lands, book one mostly, but she just released... Only book one. Well, she just story. released Badlands, which is the fourth okay. book in Stacey, the... Stacey, I just want you to know that Erica has this thing where she gets ahead of herself and she will just spoil stuff for me without giving me any warning. So I'm just trying to stop any spoilers from the next books i really want to pick them up so i'm also two books ahead of her so if i uh, <laughs> i'll be like oh right you guys aren't there yet uh, sorry. um okay so we're gonna we're gonna hop right into it um oh we have to do the 60 seconds yes yeah. you do you try okay. to get out of it so like Damn we said it. this is the first book in a series we're talking about savage lands right now um let's talk about the genre yeah, I want to, that's what I want to talk about, genre. Uh, is this urban fantasy? Yeah, Stacey, what do you think? What would you quantify your book as? I never fit in boxes, and that's my problem is um, I would call it more urban fantasy, and a lot of people want to label it dystopian, but I think people in the, your mind, dystopian brings up more sci-fi, you know, like more futuristic, mm-hmm. where I think it's wild, wild west of, yeah. you know, like I think it has more of a, like they've gone backwards, so I think it's like a urban fantasy that we're in modern times but where they are has gone backwards so they're in this like you know wild wild west feel of budapest when i've described it i've said like it's five years in the future like okay. is that what you pictured well i mean because it connects to my other series so technically it's like 20 years from when i left off from that series okay but you know like it to me is now the current time like you know it <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be but it's just i made it 20 years ahead of that the other world like i stopped you okay know, like. which world was that which which series so that, that was uh darkness collector and lightness they're all linked together oh, they they're all linked. kind of one so all that stuff that brexley is going through is resulted from that that same world but 20 years earlier erica you gotta get on that i i have every intention of reading all of the rest of your i like if if you want to you can send me your grocery list and i'll read that too <laughs> okay. but um <laughs> i'll send you very boring has dog food and- <laughs> so uh, yeah so i'm i'm fully prepared to dive into like all the books that she's written so well that's where I'm for at. this book um so basically 
Erica's going to do the 60 seconds and I think it's going to be really funny having you here. Oh and um, so if you're new the to this pressure, if you're new to this podcast, <sighs> basically we uh, try to explain the plot summary of a book in 60 seconds or less. The entire plot <laughs> of the entire book. It's very hard to do okay. in 60 seconds. And I'm okay. excited for Erica to do it. I so, can't wait for Erica to Stacey, budget. Are you ready for this? Yeah, bring it. Bring <laughs> it. All right. <laughs> here we go, Erica. In three, two. Okay, so we start off. Oh you got it you got it you got it uh we have our main character brexley and she's badass um and she is on one side of this wall in budapest it's kind of like how it used to be in budapest where it was split in like different areas and there's a wall that needs to come down <laughs> dude you're you have so chapter one, she finds she finds she finds pills because she's like trying to fuck over her like family that's like not really her family and then she goes she gets caught she goes to prison on the other side of the wall and they torture her and beat her up and then she finds this other dude that's super hot and he, <laughs> oh, i gotta get that in there where am i at am i almost 15 seconds fuck? um and then fuck, 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 fuck. Come on, Erica. And then she like basically enters in on like a battle royale and not by choice. And then she gets broken out of the prison by the hot dude. And then all right, time's up. He blows up some stuff. That was really bad. That was really really bad. (laughs) It wasn't good. You didn't even mention like fairy versus. Did you? You just said there's a wall. All right. (laughs) I I didn't do well. Okay. Which I think you were thinking about the Berlin Wall. (laughs) No, Buddha Buddha and Pesh. Budapest had a wall. It didn't have a wall, but it was very divided. Oh, I don't know. I'm very bad at history. And people don't realize that one side's Buddha, one side's Pest. That's where Budapest, yeah. they linked it together. But actually, there are two different I'm going to call my high school history teacher, <laughs> and I'm going to tell them they messed up. Yeah. So I believe in, like, World War II and stuff. Like, it was there was problems in Budapest. Oh, did you do, like, a lot of research for this then? Or was this, like, uh, knowledge that you had going into the, writing this book? Um, a little of both. I'm a history... I love... I mean, I'm a travel, like travel is my other passion. And I've lived, I've been lucky enough to live and um, travel abroad to so many places. And um, I've been to Budapest um, and I just immediately when I went there and I was already like had this idea kind of in my head, you know, I wanted to be like, oh, what happened? Because when we leave off of um, the end of like all, you know, I tie all the books together in the um, um, Ember, you know, the last final book in the Lightness um, series. And it kind of leaves off with this, that the Eastern Bloc is pulling away. Uh, from you know mm. they don't want to be under the the Sealy or the you know the king and queen there and so they're pulling away and I'm like what would happen if you know like and so I'm always and so when I was in Budapest and I was in Prague before that and I was like it was beautiful and I loved it I'm like oh this you know this could work but then when I went to Budapest it was just like everything seemed to just fit exactly how I you know I was like oh and then this could go there and then this is where the humans mm. would be and then this would be Savage Land and then this would be where the you know the Fey uh, the you know the side of the Fey where the palace is and so it just, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, I always make sure I do my research, but, you know, and I leave it, of course, a fantasy that, you know, you can bend things a little bit, yes. you know, you don't have to be perfectly on. I just but. love that you actually go, like you travel. Yeah, it's so fun. There's so many books that you read that are based in certain places and you're like, they have no idea what's going on at that place. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't, and it's hard to put yourself as a reader into a place if they're saying things or you're just like, I know for a fact that doesn't happen there. That bend of yeah. the fantasy is hard to get away from it if you don't like at least have something based in truth. Yeah. 
well, I like, love that you're for me, there. like Budapest, like having this in this location, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Mm. So like that resonated with me because I was like, yeah, this is a city to divided me, in na- me, naturally. I didn't know that going in, right? My history teacher. It's sucked. technically two cities, I think. <laughs> but, but I like that it was set in a place that's not your norm. Normally, it's either some kind of like London, London, <laughs> New York, big U.S. sort of city, yeah. or like uh, that, or just a full-on new world. I like that we had a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest question on this, and this is kind of just me being selfish, how did you do the like the Hungarian in there? Like did you have a Hungarian person tell you like how to say some of these things or are you just like uh, research. Googling? I made sure like Google but you know, going through and um rechecking that because there's a lot of places on Google it'd be like and so I would go into sites where there were actually people that were like, no, this is, you know, they were actually Hungarian and going, no, this is our swear words. This is how it, you know, <laughs> nice. Um, Cause cool. there's a lot of things you can Google and then it would say something, but you know, probably there they'd be like, oh, that's not what it really means. You know? So I yeah. just wanted to make sure like, um, you know, and plus, you know, I did make it that the Western world had absorbed, you know, they kind of lost a little of their culture so that, you know, mm-hmm. I could yep. naturally have like, a you know, um, them speaking English and stuff like that, but then there's still parts, of course, that are embedded in them of Hungarian. So they'd have the food. They'd have, you know, like when they got upset or something, it would be that natural, like you know, if you have a parent or somebody that's you know from another country, when they get upset, they probably naturally slip into like their own back in the like, yeah. yeah, I liked or, when know. Brexley would just throw out a Hungarian curse word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fun. You it pissed. was very authentic. <laughs> I also, I also want to say, like, I appreciate your use of food in this. <laughs> oh, we talk um, about. This? I have, I have this thing against like fantasy books or just these kind of adventure books in general, where our main character rarely eats, and apparently it's okay. They don't actually, they're fine. I love that because we were also in the prison system here um, with Brexley, the fact that she didn't eat and how it affected her oh, body cool. yeah. and how she felt it was going into all the things she had to deal with. Because outside of the, the, the prison, she's so strong. She's so badass. So seeing her being dilap- dilapidated, debilitated, <laughs> debilitated by such a human issue was like, you just need to be fed to be strong. I thought that was so cool. I kind of agree with you. I've read so many books where it's just like, they just go and go and go. And like, did, I'm like, did <laughs> they don't stop to pee? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I really appreciated that. I have a very, um, I used to, I lived in LA for nine years and probably many people have heard the story. So I have a very directing, acting. Um, I wanted to interior design. So I wanted to do set design. So I have a very layered like I like mm. none of my characters are going to be one dimensional unless they're just throwaway. you know, like they come in and I'm like, I like everything real. Like if she doesn't eat, you become initiated, you become, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, it isn't just like, oh, I, you know, I don't, I'm not hungry. Like to them, it was just like, I mean, they were like, licking things off the floor just to get yes, extra yeah. calories, you know? Yeah. Um, and to me, that is so real of what would happen, yes, you know? Yes. So I like, I always have to have realism within my fantasy, like that you feel it yourself. Cause you know, like, oh my God, if you didn't eat for days or if you're pooping in front of, you know, thousands of people and you've come from a very posh, you know, this would like be like, whoa, whoa, you know. I tried to put myself in her shoes of like when she first gets put into the prison system and she's throwing, it's for their first like bathroom, all the the toilets are just like, Open. In a line, open. There's no oh, stalls. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's Kristen's nightmare. That is literally my nightmare. Kristen's I have nightmare. dreams about that. That's so <laughs> all the showers, no clo- no curtains, nothing. Just a wall of showers, a wall of toilets. We have all these um, moral standards as humans, and it's funny when you start taking this them away, you start peeling them back. 
how basic, you know, like all that fluff that we'd be like, I'd never do that. Oh, yeah, you would. Fuck yeah, yeah you would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if, yeah. You know, I put like, myself in her so shoes and I was like, I would definitely shit in front of everybody. Yeah. I would. After a while, I'd have you'd to. just be like, screw it. Who cares? Like, you lose, like, that, all that fluff. That, that's security. That's, you know, like, that's just that life that we're that plush, you know, where yeah. if you don't have that, and there's a lot of countries that right now are going through, like, they're, they don't have that understanding of being. So like, oh, I need my private stall and my little plushy toilet paper, you know, like there. <laughs> my bidet. Just, yeah, like you get like, this is basic and how fast you go from like, ew, to, I don't, you know, like I'm just I trying to survive. I can't even, yeah. I can't, I have like some sort of psychological disorder. I can't pee in a stall if somebody is in the stall. I have like an actual anxiety disorder around um, very pee shy. I forget the mm-hmm. name of it. Like it's an actual problem. I'm sure it is. So I'm curious how I would do in that situation. You would be done. <laughs> well, you would either die. Oh, well, like, yeah. just there die. is in her cell, there is a hole where it's for her to relieve herself yeah. and stuff. So I, I would see you just doing it in, in the stall, just, in the I'd, cell. I'd be like, I'll take the hole. So one thing I did want to touch on in, we actually talked talked about this in a previous podcast episode that we just did like uh i don't know two hours earlier is i feel like you did a really good job of touching on like the racial stuff yeah like we've seen books where like the main character is racist or like whatever racism looks like in the fey world but like they're racist against other um mm-hmm. types mm-hmm. of i don't mythical creatures (laughs) yeah and i feel like brexley was racist coming into the prison but then like very quickly she kind of realized that she was wrong and then like corrected herself yeah anybody really paying attention will find a lot of political issues that are tied in my book that probably are going on in our real world that i'll just cover up with Faye and human instead that are very true Mm and people and humanity you know i think it's very i like humanity and that stuff and faults and you know you learning and figuring it out and you know so but i I use a lot of that kind of stuff yeah and touching on humanity i really do feel like you gave brexley a full-fledged character she felt full-fledged to me like she had she had faults she had faults but also she wasn't like god modded yeah yeah yeah. right so come we see her in the beginning while she's in her training where she is in in like the academy i guess it is in there she's a badass she's kicking ass and she's taking names basically and she's a force to be reckoned with and then you see her get put in the prison and fear gets her she's like i was taught one way and that way was wrong i was not prepared like i thought i was to deal with what i'm dealing with right now and i loved that i got to see her fear yeah and not see her be like well i'm gonna get through this i'm i'm strong enough to handle it's like no you you can't this is literally the like worst place her. you could be yeah. you yeah. Broke Prison her broke her. it's humanizing well sure. and you you see the fault of like somebody that can take that and learn from it and go holy crap like what they they did not they did not train us for what really you know like i was a badass there but i'm you know like i'm on the lowest pin here yeah but then there's an er- another character that ends up coming in that he's the opposite so it shows the counter of like how if you are so, you know, she was willing to bend and be like, holy crap, like I got to learn and, you know, um, you know, fight and survive. And that's, you know, losing some of those things that you thought were so core to you. And then like she'll, there was another person that comes in later that he doesn't. And what happens to him because, you know, like, yeah. he's so like, I'm, you know, I'm this hot stuff, you know, and you're like, oh, buddy, <laughs> you, you know, yeah, you yeah, adapt or you die. Do well. <laughs> you yeah. adapt or die. And that's how it yeah. is. I will say, Stacey, you have a very interesting Instagram account. I do love. <laughs> I've been looking <laughs> at you scrolling and I'm like, what are you scrolling right now? I've been scrolling. I've been zooming. I've been enjoying. There are a lot of sexy men on your Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they love my manhunt Mondays. And sometimes I'll have a, a hump day Wednesday that has somebody's. <laughs> 
nice firm behind. Yeah. That's basically what uh, I've been I looking love at. Manhunt Mondays. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, nice Mondays, that's yeah. a perky butt. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely built into some of the books. Um, I do want to touch on Opie and Betsy because they <laughs> fucking kill me. I love them. They're so cute. So chirp at the beginning of the episode. Yes, Bitsy. Bitsy only chirps. Only chirps. What and do you mean by chirps? Like, uh, well, it's I was the word. The word chirp that. is written yeah. out, but it like sometimes it's like drawn out with like, like multiple R's eyes. or okay. like eyes. Yeah. She's an imp, so she doesn't like she doesn't actually speak. So she'll make little like bird like chirp, you know, like she makes little noises and then <laughs> and she just flips off Brexit at every chance she gets. Tone. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> and that. She flips everybody off. <laughs> How did you come up with those two characters? Because they're clearly the comic relief in this series. Um, I um, this is kind of an you know I'm like I gotta not do it one time because it's starting to be like my formula because like you look at all my past series i have like a drunk pixie and one you know um, one that can't fly and i have um a, um, a sprite monkey and another sprig that's most people's favorites that and so they kind of came and i was like going through it i'm like no i shouldn't do this but i just <laughs> felt that there needed to be some humor there was so much darkness and there's so much like oh guttingness of what brex was going through that i'm like i just i just felt like they just needed something to balance her and I was yeah. like, okay, what would be in a prison? What would be in a prison? And so I was like, well, Brownie, you know, like, because they clean. But I'm like, but what if I take it that he doesn't like to clean? You know, or I love like, it. I love it. And like, because brownies are very like, you know, they're kind of, they're supposed to be like these kind of grumpy, you know. And I'm like, what if he's kind of like, you know, loves fam- flamboyant design and like, you know, and stuff. And then um, I had done one time I brought in an imp um, in one of my previous books and it was just so fast. I'm like, and I just had this idea. I don't know. Again, people always ask me and I'm like, they just they eventually just came. come themselves. You know, they, they're like, we want to be in this. And then just how, she, you know, like, and I was looking at this one creature that has like three pronged fingers. And I'm like, that would be so funny if every time, like, you know, that was her way of communicating. Which is like, <laughs> too. I also just love how Opie and Bitsy converse together. Where oh, it's yeah. like, like it was when, a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like when, a- when let's say Opie's asking Brexley about his outfit and, yeah. and Brexley's like, yeah, I like it. And then, Opie, uh, Opie, well, Bitsy, Bitsy would say something, and he's like, "No, no, no." She said it this way. She meant it this way. No, no, yeah. no that's not what she said. Yeah. And obviously, we're just hearing chirps. You're just seeing chirps. <laughs> so we're just seeing chirps. But Opie's having a conversation back, and it's like, that's fucking hilarious. And by by the time you get to the fourth book, like Warwick, Erica. who like absolutely no, Warwick okay. who absolutely does not like does not buy into all of this he's like he's communicating with them he's like how the fuck am i like talking to this thing right <laughs> yeah now? like all of a sudden like you know because sub fey i have again creating this world of fey that i already established and i wanted to stay in fey so i was like okay i can't start a new world so that's why they're always all kind of going to be linked but um you know like i have that sub a lot of these brownies and imps and stuff like that are considered sub fey so the you mm-hmm. know because they're like little creatures pets you know, um, they'd be rats to us or something like that, you know? So, um, to him, he still has that again, like old idea of like, these things are nuisances. Um, but by the end, you know, like grumpy as he is, it's, he slowly, you know, they start becoming, you know, and the book I'm reading now, they're even more (laughs) bothering him. I love that. that. But he, but he like leans on, I mean, he eventually leans on them in future books, like Mm -hmm. for certain things. Mm. And he, like, they're definitely part of his like little unit. I'm just waiting for her to say something else that's just going to spoil. Stop. <laughs> just but, stop. But, you know, um, it's like that dad that's like, "We're not having a cat. We're not having a dog." Yes, a cat. Like, yeah, get yes. him curled up with him. That's exactly what. Like, yes, work, that's know? exactly yes. what I thought of. I have to ask this question because 
<laughs> it is something I've always wondered with people who write um, these just books in general that have sex scenes. Does your family read them? And how do you like write them if your family does read them? And you're just like, I'm just going to write exactly what I want to write. It doesn't matter. Um, well, my dad and brother have not read. They, they, that's not their thing. And they would never. I'd prefer if they actually didn't. But my mom is actually my first line editor. My first line. I mean, like she like she doesn't edit my books, but she'll go through them and be like, because she used to be an English teacher. So she at least, that's you know, nice. I'm an awful speller. I'm an awful like. I just write the ideas like I just get through and stuff like that. And she'd be like, I don't think you meant this word. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like you're making up words. So, um, yeah. So she reads. We've always been really close, like as friends. And, you know, like uh, she was a counselor. So she's always made it more of like, OK, let's talk about this. But she's we had no lines like in the sense of like, mm. oh, you know, there's times that I'm when I'm pushing the market and there's going to be one later that I'm like, Mom, this is coming up. Just warning. And she's like, Do you want Give her full warning. Like, you want want me to skip over I'm like have you ever skipped over and she's like no <laughs> so so it's kind of I think the first time was my like blushing like oh god my mother's reading this but we're past that now I mean you know I have so many books that sex has pretty much been through them all you know so I'm like I think she's just like read them like what a cool eh, mom just, you know yeah, that's so, awesome. yeah she's actually the one that will help me when I'm like writer's block and stuff like that because she's so she's more analytical. So she's like, okay, how does that happen? And, you know, and sometimes her just being there, I'll be like, oh, and then, oh, and she's like, okay, go, girl. <laughs> One question I had, um, what is the, like, what's the best money that you could put into your book? So like I've read online, there's all different types of, you know, editors and X, Y, Z. And you talked about your mom being kind of like more of a line editor for you. Um, like, would you put, would you rather put, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars into like, a line edit or like a more of a um a story edit or would you say like cover art or like, or like marketing a sensitivity See, sensitivity um, editor yeah i couldn't pick one because to me this is my brand this is who i am this is what i'm trying to sell i want to have the best product out there and when i say it my mom i'm like you don't realize i also have like three more editors right you know that mm -hmm. you know and i used to have a developmental editor and i'll probably go back to her when i start a new series again so she can be like you know, cause there's a lot of times cause I don't write anything down. I don't have any boards. I don't have anything like that. So there's sometimes that should be like, you know, this, but we don't do yet. And I'll be oh. like, Oh, right. Right. You know? Um, so I can't pick because I mean, like I said, I'm a, if I was a better speller or something like that, I, but I think they're all very important. And I think covers are what really sell a book at the end of the day. Like, you know, um, there's many times somebody will like be like, no, I want to read that one. I'm like, that's third. In the, you know, that's like the third series. You have to start over there. And they're like, but I want that, you know, there's just um, so I, I can't pick because I think they all, you know, formulate one package your cover doesn't have people on it which I, love is, your I love covers. your cover yeah I, I, that's the, yeah. like i you know for a long time people were kind of saying you know like bear child you know like even for paranormal and like all of a sudden i was just like no i don't want people and then all of a sudden now it seems to be the rage of you know you look around and most paranormal now are not having cover you know people on them mm -hmm. um, i just think yeah. it looks a little i don't want to say classier but like it just looks more like sophisticated and like i do i i love how all of your covers for all of your series like have a sort of um they all kind of fit together in a way and i think that's really cool too like it's like very aesthetically themed. pleasing yeah yeah and i'm getting um for darkness and collectors i'm getting them recovered and they are going to have people on them because i wanted them to match the lightness saga because those are all i wanted them to all look cohesive together right? yeah um otherwise like i think they're from now on i'm you know i'm in the mood of not having people on covers i think it also 
it's hard to find the exact look you want. And, yep. you know, and mm-hmm. I just, I, yeah, like you, I kind of like There's the, a fine line between like epic and cheesy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially but when it comes to these like current kind I will, of, fan of I will say I'm obsessed with like the 90s looking covers. I don't know why. With like, I don't <laughs> no. know if you've read any of um, like Jeannie Frost. But like she like from the grave and like those books like mm. it's just like super super like Buffy the Vampire Slayer I, I type like, like Buffy, I don't like Buffy covers <laughs> but they just um, look so nineties. Mm. Well, FYI, I was on Buffy twenty six times. <laughs> you really? were on Buffy? Yep, and Scream. Yeah. Wait, like doing? I, I used to do an act. I was acting for a long time. This is great because we're all in we're the all film in TV. industry. Yeah, we were. Erica was. Yeah, we work yeah. in TV. I mean, again, so yeah, things have changed when I was there. But yeah, I was done. Stop. Um, Buffy was like one of my all time favorite also movie, TV shows. Too. Oh. Yeah. What, what, what was your too? character? Oh, it was like an extra. You know, like oh. I did little bit parts and extras, but I was on there. Like it became almost like a regular extra. Like I was. <laughs> That's <laughs> so was, fun. Yeah. That is really cool. Oh my god! I'm so jelly. I loved Buffy. I loved Buffy. (laughs) Um, what do you think? Like, do you? I I mean, I just brought up Jeannie Frost. She's one of my other favorite authors. Like, do you have a favorite author or somebody you like take inspo from, or do you like read all of their books? Like, I read people's grocery list. Like, sometimes like I'll just have enough of paranormal, and I'll have to like read contemporary. Just like you know, um, I read everything. Um, I don't. I don't ha- I'm I feel like I'm like is it my personality? I don't have favorites of anything. I don't have a favorite food. I don't have a favorite color. It's I'm a mood person. Mm-hmm. Like I just like what, you know, like ooh when it gets halloweeny, I'm like ooh I want something a little more dark or you know yeah. like or when it's like, you know, so I don't have favorites. Um I can't say the one series that probably started darkness and where it was um Karen Marie Moaning series was probably mm-hmm. my inspiration of Burns and you know like of getting like I love the Fae. That's probably what inspired me to get into the Fae world and stuff like that. So I love her. Like, um, but no, other than that, I can't. Like, I just don't do favorites of anything. I'm like, I like variety. I like taste. You know, like whatever my mood is that moment. You know. Do you read a lot of um, like paranormal and fantasy like romances, or do you read? Oh yeah, like, I mean that was ones? my first first like bread and butter i mean i'm a goonies labyrinth kid you know oh, so yeah. oh, labyrinth. Is, the nostalgia um, yeah so that's like i mean that will always be my first you know love um and, but you know sometimes i do need a break when you're writing it and reading it you know so i'm like oh i just need something like a little lighter that there's not things that like every magical power and you know but i will always i think my core being it will always be paranormal you know so i read it you know i write it <laughs> do you have any books that are like half finished or like permanently tabled that you're just like i'll get to that eventually do you know i don't my first book ever written darkness to light is like still one of like some people's it's just i have that crazy where i know other people that are like oh my god i have so many half finished things i'm like i every i don't bother if they're like i'll get an idea and i'm like huh but if there's no if i don't sit down and like they like characters start talking in my head back and forth and i'm building a scene like that's how my first contemporary started that I was just like one night all of a sudden I'm like the scene came out of nowhere and I'm like oh my god I want to write that you know and then I'll go like I'm like this is going to be become something like there you know I have an idea for contemporary for like three years now but it keeps getting put on the back burner I haven't started anything but no my first like at all of trying like you know I mean I look back at stories in my head hidden of like you know my teen years I didn't realize actually how much I wrote you know like I always was making stories but like when I was actually in this no there's nothing right now that I have that it's like tabled 
you know, wow. like I, cool. it's just weird. That's I know awesome. I'm like, I'm a freak. Cause I'm, most people are like, Oh my God, I have so many scripts under my bed. I'm like, I, I feel like, um, this, this thing chose me. I have the last, my, oh, the my biggest last question, question. Yeah. the Buckle biggest up. one. Buckle okay. Up. This is, this is big. Ready? Um, I don't want to get into politics, but we do have to ask there we feel like there's a conspiracy theory um and we just we haven't been able to get a hold of anybody about it and we feel like maybe you might be able to answer this but why is i released a breath i didn't know i was holding in every book <laughs> did you guys like all the writers like get together and decide that, to like put that in every book yes <laughs> i knew it that's it it's the illuminati yes yes oh yeah now if i disappear off you know <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come find me now no but like really i i will say i liked your versions you, we were we, yeah we, we do talk about it we started getting um everybody sending us like a type of way people release breaths that they didn't know where they were holding and we were, we were like rating which ones were like the top and i think it's very funny how different like people can make it but it's a, i mean it's a thing right you're in a moment and you don't realize you're like holding your breath and then you let it go it's such a common thing that but people it go. happens all like it, it's every, in every book. book. Yeah, you got it. It's in your book, Erica. Well, <laughs> so she did it because she wanted to be part of the club. Yeah. Well, now I, we I, know I, there's oh, a club. There, it's, there's so many things that when you're first going into writing, thinking like, I'm never going to do this. Oh, fuck, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But now I'm going to be so in tune to that. <laughs> if anything now you have to think of like just more creative weird weird ways of saying it started a breath she didn't know he had it. <laughs> i love that but we've like we've we've said it so much that people like literally they like lose their minds about yeah. it now and they like send we get like hundreds. i'm not even joking we get hundreds of dms a week about i released a breath i didn't know yeah. i was holding in random yeah, books once you see something in it like you know it's it, then it becomes like a tick that you're like <laughs> is there is there a phrase aside from holding the breath thing is there one that you seem to always gravitate towards that you add in your books oh i'm sure plenty um, cause I got so into like trying to get like the movement. So I'll probably have them like rub their, you know, like rub their face or, you know, like something like that. Like, you know, that I, you know, when, especially cause my characters always seem to be frustrated, <laughs> frustrated that, you know, like, cause you do a lot of like, you'll pinch your head or like, you know, so I probably do that kind of stuff a lot, you know? Yeah. I can see um, that. I felt like when I was it, reading your book, it felt like a movie. Hmm. Yeah. That's how I, because of my background, like right. I see see everything as i'm writing it as a movie like even camera angles and lighting yeah. and like how yeah. things would like go so i write it like i'm ready for it to go to screen that's why your action you know? scenes are so good yeah um so you so badlands just came out which is mm -hmm. amazing um it is I, book four book four, book four. Of, of six right Yes. What a world. Okay, cool. It's cool how you could just like decide, like you're like, there's going to be six of these. I feel like I would start writing them and be like, oh my God, no, there's going to be three of these. This is too no, much. <laughs> I, see, I don't go in with any idea because I mean, it was probably more of like, oh, if there's two or three, great. You know, but they just, as I struggled when I first started this because my other series in that same world was so popular. I was like, oh God, you know, are people going to come back going, oh, it's just not as good. You know, like, you know, I just was ready for like, so I kind of crippled myself for a long time and I kept, you know, re trying to write it and and finally, you know, like when they started flowing, it was like, now they don't freaking shut up. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm so excited. I'm like on the edge of my seat waiting for blood. It's Bloodlands, right? Is the next yeah. one. And Bloodlands was supposed to be the final one. But then, you know, and again, twice two books came from this series that I was just going back to edit. And one line a character said made me go, hmm, huh. 
That's oh, interesting. That when is that so happen? neat. That's so twice, so neat. there was two different characters. One was Killian and one was like, you know, that they said something Ooh. that I was like, what if I did that? This whole conversation has just made me that much more excited to get into your books. <laughs> so like, we are so appreciative and we thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Cause yeah, I'm like, seriously. I'm so pumped. Like the end of Savage Lands, like literally last night I was sitting there like, Stop it! You did not. I was up. It's worse. <laughs> I love it. Erica made a whole YouTube video about how much she loves your series. So I, I mean, like you've literally made our days here. So thank you so much for oh, sitting no, down. Thank and you guys for having me. It's fun. Absolutely, you can come back anytime. Um, yeah, come yeah, back for Bloodlands. I, yeah, we're so <laughs> okay. anytime. Back. We'll be on your PR tour for Bloodlands. It's yeah, fine. if you want us. I don't know if you want us, Absolute. but we'll have it. Are you kidding? Of course. I do. I'm there. Um, so where can everybody find you? Instagram, the whole nine. I know you have a website. I have. Uh, yeah. I mean, if um, on my website, www.stacymarie.com is basically like you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook. You know, I have. Oh, you um, on the TikToks? Group. I can't do TikToks. She's on TikTok. What? Oh, That's awesome. You. I don't do them well, but I'm there. Do you post like your travel stuff somewhere that I can follow you? Because I love uh, hiking and traveling and I'm very much looking forward to seeing what else you're doing. Um, once I get back out to doing it. Yes, I'm very outbound. But um, so yeah, then I mean, like, and I have also the private, like, I have a Savage Lands chat group, and I have my own like squad page on Facebook too. So perfect, awesome, (laughs) awesome. And we will link all of that. uh, So we also put this on YouTube. So just check out the description. We'll have links to everything that you could possibly need um, to find Stacy and her amazing work. Again, thank you, Stacy. We appreciate you a lot. If you want to go ahead and follow us on Instagram, that's books underscore n underscore batches b e t c h e s. We're on YouTube. Just look us up and subscribe to our channel. Like and share and comment. Rate our podcast. Rate our podcast. It helps us you a ton. Podcast. Check us out on Patreon, on Discord, on all the things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will see you all in the next one. Thank you so much for being here. We love you. We appreciate you. And have a wonderful day. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>